You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Two, one, hit it. This is episode three of yep. Go Fringe Yourself. Uh, and the, Mon- the Montreal saga. Mont- the Montreal saga? The Montreal yeah. saga, yeah, exactly. There's going to be there's, uh, there's gonna be later episodes with some out-of-towners, which we're going to be doing over phone for the first time this year, yeah. which is going to be exciting, which Sarah isn't going to be a part no, of. It's going to be I very sad. Work. <laughs> uh, and joining us in episode three is uh, Montreal improvising mainstay i mean i feel that i've seen you <laughs> in the improv scene for years now really wow yeah, yeah. i've yeah, been yeah, around yeah. for a bit joshua budman hello yeah, I'm, I'm good friends with mariana vial so oh so I am i yeah exactly there so tangentially okay. i've seen you at a, at a number of things <laughs> oh we must have crossed paths <laughs> yeah at some exactly point. i i um used to do uh she she i did um what was it called? The Q, Q, QIC Quebec Improv Games when I was in Dawson, and then I kind of okay. s- then I stopped improvising. But yeah, no, I did the competitive improving when I was in the uh, CIG. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. But the, yeah, the oh, QI, there was a QI, Quebec. There was a QIG, but then the QIG champs went to the CIG. Like oh. it was, it was like they were like a federation within a federation. Okay. It was very complicated, and there was like a, it was like a, a similar but different rule set. Like, were you guys on the same team? Uh, no, she was a year ahead of me, but she okay. was one of our like coaches kind of thing. Cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I met her through McGill. Yeah, and that's so what got me into improv yeah <laughs> i mean it was made fun because she was the only concordia student on the mcgill team <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so yeah that's it like she she kept obviously and still doing improv yeah stuff now she's exactly. teaching improv so yeah. it's great yeah, yeah that's it and also um with on our other show uh, go plug yourself my co-host uh, walter ling who's a comedian who you maybe know but also yeah. he's a big wrestling guy so uh we're friends with james mcgee yeah through wrestling yeah and that also ties back into montreal improv. yeah so. he actually directed a show that i an improv show that i was in uh, late night kids oh which yeah. is also oh. in the fringe cool nice. and uh yeah they're gonna have me as a special guest one of the nights too Sweet. so that's cool so yeah so like i said i feel that i've seen you definitely at a bunch <laughs> of improv stuff but Great. uh this oh. year at fringe that's what I was about to say. Jump in, Sarah, anytime. What, <laughs> what the hell happened to my patio furniture? That is a legitimate question, and I want to know the answer. And I also, <laughs> the name of the play <laughs> yes. slash theater storytelling show. Yes. So, I wish I could give you an answer. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, there's no conclusion There's no yet? conclusion. It's a no. cliffhanger. It's what, a happened to, what happened to my but like, patio furniture? Yeah. Two. Just well, next yeah, year, yeah. you just do the two? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love an answer. Um, <laughs> really. It happened, and it's kind of ins- why I did a Fringe show is it happened around Fringe last year. Okay. It happened, the anniversary I figured out through Facebook, because it, it saves the posts, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. was May 16th, so like last week or the week before. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I was uh, coming home from work. It was a beautiful, first real nice day. Mm-hmm. I uh, went out onto my balcony. I'm on the 16th floor of a building in Myland. I went out onto my balcony. I was trying to get friends to come over to hang out. Everyone was busy. I was like, ah, s- screw my friends. I'm going to enjoy myself yeah, exactly. on the balcony, uh, have a beer maybe. And I took my broom and I started sweeping. And I was like, I have a really nice view because I faced the plateau. Mm-hmm. I'm right across from the Parc Jean-Mont. So yeah. it was like beautiful view and I'm enjoying it. And then I, I'm looking straight down my balcony. It's pretty long. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where is everything? <laughs> and 
the last time I had been on my balcony was in the fall before winter, where I wrapped everything up for the, like storage for the yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had I had six chairs in the table. That's yeah, a lot of stuff. yeah. Four were plastic, and the other one was like a small metal set. It was yeah. like a metal table yeah. that had a glass piece that I put inside for the winter, and like two chairs. And I wrapped them all up. And normally, I do individual pieces, and they were fine. In the past uh, winters, I would go out and barbecue all winter, yeah. so I'd yeah. have like I keep an eye on it. But this winter. My, my tank ran out right before, so I had no reason to go outside. <laughs> right. yeah. And I got lazy when I was storing it, so I was like, oh, instead of putting three, four like tarps around it, I'll just take a big one and make a giant bundle, and it'll be fine. Yeah. It and it's gone. I mean, that's, what we, that's, what, that's I, what we did, I, and, it yeah. was, and it was fine. And there's yeah. no, no access to the street? Well, it's, that's what's so weird is like... Like you're 16 floors I'm up. 16 floors up, and then if you stare right over my balcony, there's like the roof... Of the building still, like there's an extension where the pool is. Mm-hmm. It, it's covered, but it's like it's like an extension under, like from my balcony, you could see the roof of that extension, and then behind that's an alley. Mm-hmm. So like, my theory is over like many weeks, <laughs> it shifted to the side of my. I'm at the corner too, so it gets like two directions of wind. Yeah. So I feel it shifted to the corner. Wind hit like a pocket in the tarp, and it like parachuted over that's what i think and then maybe it landed on that roof and either someone cleaned it up or over time that fell over into the street and then mm-hmm. like a snowplow came Gosh. and just like because yeah. it was or really windy or that winter well, okay i have a better one yeah. there's a cat Montreal what cats they're the worst Montreal. oh yeah. the cat's okay yeah. cat. i mean cat. my 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 working theory is parkour ninjas so that's, that's it just yeah who really wanted some furniture just like intricate flips all the way up to the 16th floor <laughs> Than like loading well, off the furniture. Well, that's it. A lot of people are like, "Well, someone must have stolen it," and I'm like, "Yeah, but why?" And they're like, "Well, either is <laughs> your neighbor." I'm like, "Well, he would have had to like really scale the wall, or if it's someone <laughs> from the f- ground floor, they would have really had to go up." That's weird. And I really thought someone did steal it at first. Like I was like, "Oh my god, someone broke into my apartment." But <laughs> but only for your. Like yeah, you break into it. your apartment from the hallway, go through the apartment, take the patio furniture, leave, take nothing else. Yeah, so like, that's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. But plus, there was no like um, forced entry, so I'm like, okay, it had to be someone who works there it's like a janitor or someone and then i was like wait a minute that makes absolutely no sense no one would do that so and i called my mom too i didn't know what to do i was like you never believe what just happened yeah. she's like what and then it's like so, you're yeah. going into like going into full like batman mode you're like it must have been someone i know someone on the inside someone who knew my comings and goings and you just go like yeah yeah that's it was that's and it's i really wish i had an answer like i wish i you know i wish i could tell it as a full story but up with a really good one. I mean, you guys did some writing. We kind of. <laughs> you did some writing. So, <laughs> like. Well, that's what the show is. Yeah. Solid story after the fringe and be like, this is actually what happened. Well, I'm that's what the story is. And I, oh, okay. Yeah, you like, exactly, because you don't want to get spoilers, right? So, yeah. you're like, go to my show, I'll tell you the real story. And then um, after the show, if you're not going to run it anymore, you'd be like, so this is actually what happened. <laughs> this is really I w- what yeah, happened. and then another lie, because I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, the sh- if, if, God forbid, the show doesn't go well, then I could be like, well, this is what really happened. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we, we have an idea now that your patio furniture did, in fact, go missing. How does that make a show? That's <laughs> that was the challenge of the show, um, that which I, I quickly learned. But uh, it's been so much fun working on it. Is that like 
so I said last year, right before Fringe, I posted about it. And then mm-hmm. during Fringe, I saw my friends. I was telling everyone about it. And everyone was like, wow, like, what happened? And, and it got so much buzz. And mm-hmm. I joked at the time, oh, that'll be my next, that'll be my show if I ever get into the Fringe. Yep. And then I got into the Fringe early bird. And I was like, well, I may as well Go do what I it. said I was going to do, even yeah. though I was totally joking. And so much PR last summer. <laughs> so yeah. now you're going to have full full audience every night. Yeah. Well, Well, the whole thing was that, like, um, it's a it's such a weird idea, and I didn't want to. I, I really wanted to do the Fringe. I've been I've been yeah. like a patron of the Fringe for a long time. I've been going uh, for several years just to watch shows. In the last two three years, I've been taking off work just to like volunteer for the Fringe and have fun. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who perform in the Fringe, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, what show are you? And what show are you in?" And I'm never in a show. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, "I want to do a show." And I I applied last year, and I didn't get in the draw. So mm-hmm. this year, I made sure to try early bird. I got in. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and it was like, well, what could I do? And I don't want to. I I wanted to do kind of storytelling, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to do just the typical, oh, white guy looking for a girlfriend or some. Yeah. Some like I wanted it to be different than <laughs> exactly. when a typical improv show. Uh, sorry, straight show white could man be. is unlucky in this love. This is a very fringy show, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you took like the spirit, you're yeah. like, I gotta go with it. And like I, I ended up hiring a really good friend of mine, Jeff Gandell, mm-hmm. who's done a few shows in yeah. the French. Yeah. He's the one who actually convinced me to like apply he's mm-hmm. like you should totally do it it's great you'll totally make your money back you'll make some money back you won't make any money back but just do it <laughs> like, it'll be fine like yeah. i'm like cool and he's like if you if you get in i'll be your director and i'm like great and he really helped me uh build this story from just a because that was the challenge like i had a cool idea okay what happened to my furniture but i had no ending or anything and mm-hmm. it's like how do i make this an interesting show for an yeah. hour mm-hmm. so i fabricated this whole story and it's not just about me looking for the furniture there's a whole other side to it and the more we've been rehearsing we keep adding in new things and mm-hmm. i'm really like pushing myself in the show i feel yeah. there's a little bit of me playing guitar there's a little bit of dancing there's like lots of music cues so it's really cool. fun there's a bit of there's a tiny part with the audience so it's like a lot of cool things instead of oh. just me standing and telling a story right yeah uh, and i was gonna i guess i mean you you've kind of answered okay. my <laughs> question already no no but i was just wondering because i was like typically uh like I said, from I know you, and you mentioned at the top of the show from improv, mm-hmm. uh, but you're saying this is very scripted. This is very scripted. Very, very scripted. Is there any? Are there any moments of improvisation that you allow, or are you like, are you have a script start to finish, or do you let yourself meander from the script or not? Or yeah, you know? <laughs> like, I do have a script, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I am. There are parts where I'm meandering, mm-hmm. and w- we're being really loose on it that I don't. Because I wrote it, I don't need to be like strict on every word. Right. Yeah. Um, but there are parts that we left open deliberately for me to like improvise a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm really pushing myself with this because this one, un- unlike doing improv, it's yeah. scripted, and I'm doing, I'm playing about six different characters. Okay. Oh wow. Um, so it's me switching in between the characters, and and really through rehearsals, I've been learning like how to make that visually appealing and how to make them different, mm-hmm. and uh, not just play myself. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been a huge challenge, <laughs> but a lot of fun. For sure. That's fun. Yeah. So, like, sometimes when you're just, like, thinking, are you thinking as, like, one of the six people that you are? <laughs> yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, yeah. it's uh, I got to lock into it. I'm not really a method actor, but, uh, but yeah, it's... Because um, like, I was going to say, it's always... You're like, no, not now. I want Josh. Bring Josh back. Well, that's it. it I've been, that's a really funny thing that's been happening in rehearsal is, like, I'm supposed to switch between characters, and it is scripted, mm-hmm. but yeah. then my director would be like, you sound like the mom character but you're not like stop stop with that accent what are you doing <laughs> and then it's like oh sorry and I gotta take a minute and like remember wh- what the other character sounds like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
you know, it's like hinges of characters are coming out of the wrong part. So yeah, that's always uh, it's just it's funny whenever you have one person playing multiple characters. Like I listen to uh, this podcast called The Adventure Zone with the uh, the, okay. the the McElroy brothers do it, and it's like oh, a, okay. it's a that. long it's a long form like seventy part D and D campaign. But uh, one of the, the the dungeon master Griffin has characters, and he uses character voices for every character. But mm-hmm. then every now and then he'll be like, "And you meet like this character who was from twenty episodes ago, which is like forty real world weeks ago." And then they're like, "They're like, how did that character sound, Griffin?" He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, he's like, "Why did I make such?" A, he's like, "Just trying to get back into that voice and that character." And they just like. Like, because when you're the dungeon master of a D&D game, you, yeah. like, you play every other character other than the ones that are the main heroes, right? So I always find that kind of fascinating of, like, yeah, you have a character voice, and he, like, this character has certain, like, habits or, like, speech patterns and all that stuff, and then you just try to lock into that, and then how it's still not you, but you need to keep it in your mind because it's someone else. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that like yeah. if, if that makes sense. And you're just sort of like you're like I know how I would answer this question, but do I know how this character would answer this question? You know, like yeah. I, uh, so I can only imagine like just even in a scripted environment when you're flipping back and forth, you're like, wait, like which one am yeah. I? And you know, like I don't know. And how, parts how did of my, you tackle that? I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, parts of myself would come out too, <coughs> because I'm kind of playing like a fictional version of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm interacting with other characters, but mm-hmm. I'm the only actor in it. Right. So, um, the show's kind of structured as a lot of monologues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but towards the end, we kind of have fun with it, where I do start jumping around, and it kind of amps up, which is mm-hmm. like a cool thing in a sh- in a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, to overcome it, my director and I came up with like, oh, it kind of happened naturally. Was just. Every character but my character yeah. are just like crazy cartoon <laughs> over the top <laughs> characters uh, to really distinguish them. Right. And I, it's like so bizarre, but it's so much fun to do because I'm just doing like really weird, yeah. like grounded, but they're just like over the top, like not, you wouldn't see a real person like that walking <laughs> on the street, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. So it makes it fun. Well, that reminds yeah. me of what was the uh, James's show two years ago? I think uh, that guy or... Yeah, look at this guy. Look at this guy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Exactly. Some of his characters were just like, just complete, like, cranked to 12, 15. But I feel like you kind of have to. Yeah. Just doing like, oh, look, I have a different look. Notice my change in posture. Yeah, I I (laughs) have moved to the left and this is a left person. Yeah. 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 That's that's not as obvious and it's not as engaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. You're just flashback in my head because... I did see that show, and mm-hmm. that, I'll admit, I never even told James, and I've seen him all the time. <laughs> I feel bad. Sorry, James. We're going like, to get him really to listen to this one, listens. so you can okay, hear good. it. Well, James, just, if you're listening, um, <laughs> when I saw you. your show, it really did inspire me to do a show, <laughs> especially a one-man show. And yeah, yeah and I was like, when I, s- I really loved this show when it came yeah. out, and I was like, oh my god, that'd be so much fun to do crazy characters. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so you're, I do owe a bit, of, a bit of it to him, yeah. You're living your dream on... June 7th. That's June it. June 7th, opening night? Yeah. Opening night, yeah. Oh, if there's any night I want people to come, please come to that night. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start off with a bang. Yeah, exactly. We've, we've, like, we've been doing uh, like Fringe Podcast now for like a bunch of years, and we've just talked to a lot of other artists and stuff. And like, 
uh, I forget who it was, but they had a they had a slow start but a strong finish, and they oh, were like, good. but they were like, it was just such a like emotional roller coaster over like like the first two shows were like nearly empty, then the third show was like maybe fifty percent, and then it was like seventy five percent, and then like the last two were sellouts. So it was like That's they great. actually they actually got the ramp up, but they were just sort of like that first night where you're like, oh, there's five people here, and you're like, well, <laughs> cancel the show, you know, oh, like no. cancel the rest of the nights, uh. like you're just like just <laughs> yeah. so brutal, but. It, it can it obviously, happens. obviously, we hope we hope a huge opening night. But it's yeah, just yeah. I mean, I you're mean, at seven forty-five, which is a good time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So people like, have time to come, come after work and yeah, uh, have your sanka set and then go laugh. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. I mean, I get, we. I'm assuming it's it's funny. Oh yeah, I mean, like, it's supposed. I was to be like, funny. We, I was like, I was like, we haven't expressly said it's a comedy. It, right? It's <laughs> just sort of Joshua Butman's intent- real, yes. real yeah. look, and, like well, the was, harsh realities like, of losing <laughs> his bad, bad old friend. I was like, over the top characters. Yep. So even if you're trying not to be funny, you'd probably be funny. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, that's it. You just go laugh. I mean, who also who loses furniture on the 16th floor? Josh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I'm, and it's like it wasn't even. People are like, what happened? But they're not phased that it was me. <laughs> I'm really clumsy. And like, even during the show, this just happened yesterday. I have a part where I play my guitar for literally like a minute in the show. And I, I dropped it on the way to my rehearsal and smashed my guitar. Oh, no. Just by dropping it. And I've had it for 15 years. That guitar went downstairs. It's been banged up. And all I did was like, it was leaning against a wall when I was trying to open the door to go into the rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. And it just went bang. Fine. And I was like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. I didn't even open the case. And then when we went to rehearse, my director was like, okay, take out your guitar and I take it out. And the whole head just broke off. Oh, no. oh like, that's so that's sad. Right. I've never yeah. really... So the show is not going to have any guitar anymore. <laughs> Thankfully, I had it's a backup guitar. Air guitar? <laughs> no. That would have been great, air guitar. But no. I, I just love the story of just sort of like, I've never really needed a guitar for performance. But when I did, it broke immediately. <laughs> that's it. I, I literally wrote in this part just to have a reason to play a guitar in front of someone. I'm not even a guitar player. I just had one. I'm like, it'd be fun to have like, just a, like, sorry, I wanted to Matthew. challenge myself just <laughs> a little bit, you know? And then it was like, oh my God, the <laughs> struggle. Amazing. <laughs> so let's knock on wood that your guitar. Yeah, yeah the back of the second one won't the yeah. explode. The guitar will last. And if for the not, like, maybe run. record something yeah. and then you can just pretend that you're playing yeah. your broken just air, guitar. Air guitar. Just, no, just bring the broken one. That'd be great. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> bling, bling. There's no strings in that guitar. Mm. What? Yeah. <laughs> So then you can, you can be like, look, we got to improvise a little bit more here. I got to bring back my, my roots yeah. on, this, on this one scene because I really want to play guitar. Well, since you said roots, what I think is really cool is um, they ended up putting me in Montreal Improv in okay. the old space. Oh, oh cool. cool. Uh, sorry, their second space, which yeah. was yeah, their original space. So Improv's Espace B. B yeah. yeah. Um, which I feel really cool about because it's like I performed a lot there kind of growing through my like my improv career. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's kind of nice how out of all the venues they put you into a very comfortable space. So. That's cool. amazing. It's, yeah. co- it's like you're like, oh, I'm coming, it's meant to I'm be. coming home. Yeah. You got early <laughs> pick and you got like the venue that you feel most comfortable Com- in. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's your year. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. <laughs> minus the guitar. Just yeah, the, no. and like the furniture That is the only thing that will go wrong for the entire run. <laughs> yeah. I promise. Do you, I don't wait, promise. I have another question. A lot of other things could go wrong. Hold on, hold I don't want you to be too scared. This is real serious. Okay, I'm ready. Did you get more furniture? Because like I did. Okay, yeah, okay. I bought. I have furniture. Ooh, for this I was year. like, I'm like, we just had. Like, if you don't, like, you need, you need to. We had a no. yeah. You we're need, we're like furniture. <laughs> we're about to get to the good weather in Montreal. Like, if yeah. you still have no furniture, you should here. 
Uh, pretend Sarah didn't say that, listener, and forget about it. You should uh, you should guilt people into coming to the show to say that all of the proceeds go to, to buy go new, new furniture. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there Actually, you go. You I should have thought of that. <laughs> I can still do that. Yeah, exactly. That. And all proceeds go to buying me a new patio set because yeah, I still be don't have one yeah, single tier. Upgrade and you can give yours to someone else who needs, <laughs> who needs some it. patio furniture. Um, so we usually kind of uh, wrap up these uh, mini episodes asking performers what is their like one Sell sentence me. one sentence pitch. Like imagine we're at the beer tent, you're in uh, promotion mode, you have flyers in your hand. We're just people <coughs> who you've never seen or met before, and we're just drinking beer, and you want yeah. us to come to your show. Pitch it. Uh, last summer, my patio furniture <laughs> disappeared from my 16th floor balcony apartment, and uh, this is a show loosely inspired by it. Well, Fair. no, inspired by it, loosely based <laughs> on reality. <laughs> come, come check it out to see what could have happened. Sweet. And uh, we also kind of just like to ask a lot of the uh, performers what, obviously, um, you're here, I, I don't want to get it wrong, you're here to promote what the hell happened to my patio furniture. Uh, are there any other shows uh, that you're either interested in or that friends of yours are producing that you'd like oh. to give a quick shout out to? There's <laughs> I looked at the Fringe um, fly, uh, program and yeah. there's like 50 shows I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will start with uh, Late Night Kids. Okay. Um, they're an improv uh, group from Montreal Improv. Mm-hmm. Well, members of the group are associated with Montreal Improv. Yeah. Um, I was part of it when we were doing improv shows. It's basically a... Uh, improv show of behind the scenes on a kids show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they every night they're going to do an improv show, but they're all set characters that have been okay. developed already. Okay. I was one of them, but because I got into the fringe as, uh, as in you. this show that I'm doing, I couldn't do both. Mm-hmm. Um, so check them out. They're going to be really good. I'm actually guest starring in their show on the Saturday, June 9th. Okay. Cool. Um, and other shows to pitch. Oh my God, I'm, I'm having a blank, but... It's cool. You don't, don't worry just about just it. Uh, sexy, Rex, sexy Rex. Oh, yeah. Check them out. Uh, yeah. They're they're really good. Uh, John Bennett and Al LaFrance's show. I'm interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriends really urged me to go see a show named Lucky. Lucky. I okay. cannot remember who is doing that, but I hear it's very, very. It's going to be very, very good. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so many others. James McGee show. I would yep. check that out for sure. The, the He's rock, uh, rock Scum FM. FM. Scum FM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry to any... Oh, and Helen C. Mards and Maxime... Um, I cannot pronounce her last name. I'm sorry, Maxine. Yes. Yes. Uh, they're dark dance side dance to the side moon. Yeah, we're gonna we're nice at, exactly. Oh Epis- my god. Episode four Everyone of the go see that. yeah. Episode four great. of the Go Friend Yourself is uh, Helen's gonna be on the show. Perfect. So yeah, she's gonna come in right after this actually. Yeah. Uh, Josh, also, thank you. Everybody oh. can go see the show. It's all ages. Oh yeah. Which is yes. important because not every oh, show is right. Yeah, exactly. um, there might be one or two swear words we added in after. So just but add earbuds. I thought you were gonna be. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say. There might what be about nope, just PG? We're in Quebec. I was gonna yeah, say yeah. I was gonna say I think you're a- allowed a swear in a rated G, right? Like there's rules about it. I think you're what allowed one swear? swear. Are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Well there's no fuck. Okay. Uh, uh, there you there, go. There's All ages. Sh- shit. Okay. Said maybe I, I think you can maybe still, twice. I think you can still be a G with the with the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can All still. ages. I was just sort of All like right. and don't, pr- don't bring a baby though. No. Then you're gonna ruin it for everyone. Yeah, don't bring a baby to most theater shows. That's just, a, just yeah. that's just common common but sense. But if you do bring a baby, I'll improvise around it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought you were gonna say I was like, there is no swearing in the show unless I break my second guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be more than just swearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll just be 
yeah. entire meltdown of just That'll be like the, my next show. What the hell's happening to my guitars? Yeah. Yeah. Why do my yeah. guitars keep breaking? Uh, Josh, thank you so much uh, for coming out. Uh, Montreal Improv is possibly opening night again was June 7th. June 7th Correct. at 7.45. Sweet. Correct. Thank you guys so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, awesome. bud. Awesome. Have a good one. Hey there. We really hope you've been enjoying our Fringe podcasts. Uh, go Fringe yourself. Um, just a reminder, at 9to5.cc, we do love all of your fan support. Uh, so if you are enjoying what we're doing, uh, tell your friends about it. Maybe share it on social media. Uh, maybe check out our other podcasts. We have 90s, which is a geek podcast. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to Montrealers every two weeks. We also write a comic. And if you're feeling, like, super generous and you're told all of your friends about us and that's still not enough, uh, you can actually support us maybe financially if you go to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. We have some awesome uh, rewards there if you want to chip in maybe a couple bucks to us each month uh thank you very much uh we love doing this and we hope you enjoy what we're doing uh, keep enjoying the fringe everybody 9to5.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011